I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are going to be talking about two animated films that came out in 2022 um, that coincidentally did not get nominated for Oscars. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to be talking about The Bad Guys and um, Strange World. Strange Worlds? Strange World. Strange Strange World. World. Yeah. Yes. Um, I kind of heard that... I think I think I watched The Bad Guys first. Do you want to talk about that first? Um, I think I watched Strange World first. We can talk about Bad Guys first. That's fine. Okay. Um, so I saw the trailer for this and I thought, oh, this is kind of cute, but I'll probably not watch it <laughs> as I do with <laughs> a lot of animated movies. But I watched it and um, I liked it a lot, honestly. It's a DreamWorks movie and I thought it was very cute. And very um, stylized and fun. And that's, you know, I love style. So that was, it was very cute. Yeah, I agree. Um, It was, it was a very fun animation style for DreamWorks. Um, And I was surprised to see that the story was written by Ethan Cohen. That made it like very fun. It did feel very like, I'm going to compare it to Puss in Boots for a second here. <laughs> okay. And and well it is and... all is also Dreamworks. And it's again, I would like to really just to, to clear this up. It's written by Eaton Cohen. Oh. Who, who is a different is that... person. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Never mind. And I'm not gonna finish <laughs> okay. that statement because that all right. that uh, it means nothing now. <laughs> It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> he is a prolific screenwriter, and you can go check, check out the stuff out. that he he has done. Lots of uh, animated movies and non-animated movies. So, comedy, just a you know, very widely used screenwriter. I think. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Eaton, that I confused you for <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, were you going to make a point that was related to that or or um, <laughs> just because let me just double check something really quick. <laughs> um, This was also DreamWorks, you know, and obviously Puss in Boots was also DreamWorks, but I do think it was completely different makers, basically. Um, you know, they have. They're very different kinds of movies, <laughs> um, uh, just just style wise, but um, and like and like thematically too, as we know from Puss in Boots. Um, I mean, which I we guess I could about. still. I guess I can still uh, compare it to Puss in Boots, and the fact that this movie felt very, like, 
just chill and not like your average animated film. You know, like animated films can kind of go, they can get a little crazy, they can get a little wild. This felt like a very realistic kind of story that you could really put to anything. You could put to an animated uh, storyboard, you can put to like a live action uh, mm-hmm. type of type of thing. It's just, I mean, it's just about criminals who, who kind of go good. And it it was just very, it felt very different compared to other animated films that we've seen even compared to strange world like that movie was yeah was above and beyond like with you know creativity not saying this movie is not creative or anything it just it it just it went in a different direction yeah Um, that's like an an adventure movie so right completely different kind of movie um i would compare bad guys to the movie sing um which i have not seen i haven't seen either of those movies (laughs) oh Sing is very good. Like the I've first heard, one. I've heard it's really. I need to watch it. <laughs> you really should. It. I would. I would compare it to that because not just because okay. the animal thing, but just like, you know, the kind of, um, more like I don't know, real, not really realistic characters, but kind of just, um, like they've got their own like style. They've got their own like comfort it's not like go 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 all the time um this one definitely was a very decent screenplay i would say and a lot of action um so it definitely just felt like an action film you know yeah i mean the only things that kind of and and i'm I'm not even gonna say that they irked me because they didn't because like i don't care but um yeah the fact the fact that like the the fact that there were just so few animals in a in a majorly human populated world, yeah, that was a little weird. And like how the gerbils also, like, were some like some animals, yeah, like some yeah. animals were sentient and some weren't. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> why that was a little that inconsistency was a little was a little weird. It's like um, Goofy and Pluto, you know. Yeah, and then I didn't like how. Um, the snake's teeth were animated. <laughs> like he would, he would have, uh-huh. he would have literally no teeth, but no teeth, yeah. but just his two fangs. Or he would yeah. have just like a full, like a, like a full set of dentures. Like it For was sure. just, yeah. it was one, it was, it was never, it was a little, it was a little all over the place. But other than that. For sure. Other yeah. than that. It was a very cute story. These characters, uh, the wolf, the piranha, the snake, the spider, and the shark had really great chemistry. They were very cute. Um, mm-hmm. They, um, it was a, it was a very well done story. I, I thought it was very charming. I think, honestly, my favorite part of this movie was Sam Rockwell's performance as Wolf. I gotta say, there was something about it that was so grounded and so charming that mm, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. to me it was like the best part of the movie like i also really enjoyed richard iwade's performance as the um mr uh professor marmalade i mean that was just so kooky and funny and off the wall you know so um I just yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it was great. And 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 Mark Marin as Snake too and Aquafina as Tarantula, big big positives. 
yeah, a really great cast. Um, the I like the guy who voiced uh, Piranha. He was really cute. Uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Ramos, who was in uh, yes, um, Hamilton in the Heights. Hamilton. Yes, and Ham. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, his little song that he sang was really good. Like it was just, it was, <laughs> it was a very cute movie. It was very cute. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if I would watch it again personally, but I'd watch it with a kid. You know, yeah, like yeah, I I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it with like my niece or or some other kid if if they truly yeah. wanted to watch it. Sure. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was very great. That was very good. Yeah, the I'm whole like I'm surprised it didn't city. get nominated. Well, you know, I think also it's hard because we're going to be comparing it to other movies with animals and stuff. Like to me, it was kind of it's hard after Zootopia coming from a movie as nuanced and um, complex as that movie to going to something as simple as this one. That true. You know what? What are we looking for when we're looking for nominations? And obviously, the animation in this is incredible. And there's kind of like a nice mixture of 2D and 3D, and also like the like a a lot of the like car chases and things, and all the action stuff was really fun. Um, but yeah, I just don't know if it was like enough to get it nominated. You know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously, you're, if, I, if I'm going to compare it to Zootopia, like, the movie is so much more layered. There's a lot more going on, you know, like, thematically. Um, True. And I think that's what they're kind of looking for in the Oscars to get nominated as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and even comparing it to Strange World, I felt like Strange World also, you know, we'll talk about it, but I just, I feel like it also just didn't get quite as deep as as I wanted it to. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it, but I might yeah. not agree with you there. But yeah, but we'll uh we'll get to that. I'm um, mm-hmm. kind of just looking through this uh trivia over here. Good is no fun at all. <laughs> the beginning of the film mirrors pulp fiction where the two characters are sitting opposite one another at a diner having what seems to be a rather idle conversation before revealing that both characters are actually on the verge of launching into a robbery. Loved it. Yeah, that was really good. That was so good. Yeah. Um, The second one's kind of fun. When Wolf proposes the gang to pretend to be good, Mr. Shark tells the story about a brother who had an anchor falling on his head. This refers to the previous DreamWorks animation film Shark Tale, which had two (laughs) shark brothers, Frankie, who died from an anchor dropping on him, and his brother Lenny, a good guy who briefly pretends to be bad. Shark Tale. Such a throwback. Shark oh Tale. God. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I also kind of thought that it really just pulled on the tropes of heist films, bad guy films, you know, a little bit too much. I think, like, obviously you kind of know the story beats of this. And like, even at the end, I predicted that the snake was actually like a double agent, you know, in the end. And I was like, even, even marmalade. Did you, did you you catch on to marmalade? Um, no, but I really didn't think about it, but I definitely caught on to the snake. (laughs) Did you you catch on to crimson, crimson fox or something? Crimson. Uh, well, we weren't, 
we weren't like introduced to the fact that there was another bad guy in the mix, but there was definitely something about her, and it probably was that she had a eyebrow piercing that kind of got to me. I was like, who would elect anyone with an eyebrow piercing? <laughs> um, and like, not to rag on eyebrow piercings, I'm just saying, like, would that happen? Like, I hope it would, but <laughs> just kind of has that that subtle edge edge of a person you know (laughs) i mean in this world of in this world of like seven sentient animals and the rest are still just humans i feel like anything's possible but um exactly but yeah Uh, i didn't know this was based on a children's book series that's cool yeah it's added in the credits um very cute I bet it's I bet it's very sweet. I'm gonna look at the spoiler ones here. Uh Diane Foxington is an existing character in the Bad Guys book series, except there she had the name of Ellen Fox and was also a member of the International League of Heroes as opposed to a former criminal mastermind. So a completely different character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was kinda interesting. The film's opening diner scene is the longest one shot. In DreamWorks animation history, lasting two minutes, twenty five seconds, and seven. Oh, that's great! Actually, <laughs> love that. I think it's special when things are kind of slowed down like that, and yeah. I didn't even really notice it. And that's that's kind of great. And Mr. Wolf is modeled after actor George Clooney, and his appearance is based on actors Logan Lerman and Dylan O'Brien. okay what that is so crazy he's supposed to look like his appearance (laughs) i don't i don't see i don't see that at all i don't see it absolutely (laughs) at all but can you imagine those two finding out that like they kind of modeled this character off of them like how flattering that would be be like oh my goodness wow (laughs) I have a I have a sexy fox character modeled after me. What? Uh, sexy wolf, yeah. Sorry, wolf. I mean, the, the, the sexy fox as well. <laughs> well, the sexy fox lady was pretty sexy, and I kind of wanted there to be more of a romance in in this movie, and I was kind of expecting it because they had so much good chemistry. Also, because Sam Rockwell's voice is is very sexy, but. I was like, oh, what are they going to (laughs) do? Yeah. I just wanted it to be a little bit. Maybe that would have been something that I would have liked to see. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. They really had some great chemistry. Zazie Beetz did did a really good job. Um, She was was a very sexy fox person. I mean, Um, Zazie's great. Uh, The whole cast is fantastic. So, um, yeah, really great. Really great cast. Very fun movie. I really don't have much else to say. About no, it. not no, me, me neither. It was good. I mean, there's there's really nothing glaring about it other than the teeth, for me. All right. I mean, it's they've got such stylized characters, and um, oh, it also didn't have that bad beginning DreamWorks thing. It had just the snake or the uh, the wolf on the moon instead, which I thought was very cute. And again, yeah. you know how I feel about that new DreamWorks opening thing. Um, that was don't yeah, enjoy no, that, it. That was a very good. That was that was a very good DreamWorks opening. Yeah. What 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 were we watching 
with that other DreamWorks opening. It was Puss in Boots. It was like the new it was. DreamWorks opening. Oh, and, that's right. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like so that was bad. Hard. Yes. Oh. Speaking oh, of, no. I have I have my little baby woo woo here. She is sitting in her bed right next to my um recorder, like literally next to my microphone. And she's in her little bed and she just sleeping. Oh you're so cute. <laughs> the first she time I anything recorded. does she want to add anything? Any comments about bad guys? No? I think she's she's too asleep. I mean she could have been that cat in the tree, so she probably feels some some kinship to this <laughs> to yeah. this uh yeah. LA looking uh place. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's see, before we get into the meta score, let's take a look at these plot keywords. I skipped them. Here we go. What <laughs> okay. We've got wolf, snake, shark, heist, chase. <laughs> oh my god. That's literally the movie. That's literally the movie. Wow. Um, all right. Could have also We've had like, got... some friendship in there, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, but, but heist, I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of thing. Also, it's funny because Aquafina was in that Ocean's 8 movie. And she sure was. that was also a heist. <laughs> heist based movie, obviously. Sure um, was. All right, so this movie got a 64 meta score with 16 positive reviews, 10 mixed reviews, and zero negative reviews. The lowest is a 40, and the highest wow. is an 88. All right, let's go down here to the bottom. So we got the Irish Times, who gave it a 40. Um, adults and smarter kids will enjoy the digs at the pomposity of professional <laughs> saints. Everyone else can laugh at the genuinely funny talking guinea pig. Okay, wow. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to read the timeout 60 for just a mid one here. The bad guys will work better for kids than adults. The comedy is broad with farting not just a major source of laughs, but an entire plot device. And the characters aren't quite as lovable as the movie thinks they are, despite a winning voice cast that also boasts Mark Barron, Zazie Beetz, and Aquafina. Okay. So they... So they somewhat liked it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like, this is a good movie for kids. Um, I'm going to also read the 63, the real reviews. It says, the movie's narrative twists are neither just surprising nor interesting, and the emotional weight of the story and ca fe characters is feather light. It is, however, engaging in a disposable fashion, offering occasionally entertaining instances, such as the aforementioned Tarantino homage, and an animation style that seems less plastic than many of today's generic offerings. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. And I guess you can read one of the, the top ones, Emily. Okay. Yeah, no 100s for this movie, unfortunately, but 288s. So that's mm -hmm. so that's fun. Pretty good. Um, let's see. I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read the Seattle Times. The characters are well-defined, and Rockwell holds the picture together as he conveys Mr. Wolf's shifting emotional states, suave, vexed, and morally conflicted. Uh, kids will love the bad guys, and there's plenty of substance for adults as well. There you go. 
Yeah. See a lot of, I mean, that was a lot of similar things. Like no one really had anything bad to say, but they like weren't <laughs> raving about it. Like that's how I feel while we were reading all these. It's like kids will like it and so will adults. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like easy to swallow. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's nothing there's nothing glaringly terrible about it, but I'm not so super true. hyped. But it was good. It was good. Like <laughs> just felt so like so so yeah. about it. <laughs> Exactly. That's so true. Um, Interesting. All right. All right. So I guess uh, now would be a good time to take a break before we talk about Strange World. Oh, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we are back. And we're going to talk about Strange World, which was a Disney animated film, Disney, um, not Pixar. And yes. and it was in theaters, right? It didn't come, it didn't it go was. straight to Disney Plus, right? It did, okay. So yeah, it was in theaters and, it, I mean, they did not advertise for this very well. It was extremely, uh, like not promoted and they didn't do super great at the box office because of it. Um yeah. And a lot of people speculated it was because the it was because of the fact that there is a pretty prominent gay character in it. That was at least that that was a speculation that I heard about why it wasn't promoted as much. Um yeah, I was also looking in the fact that it wasn't promoted because they really would like to like switch away from animated films into more the live action films instead that and do seems, less animated films. <laughs> that seems like not. <laughs> Why? They, I don't Disney, know, Emily. Disney literally makes like, like 90%. No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's no. so much more of Disney now, but they make so much money on their animated. Why would they say animated, animated films like are so underrated. We actually need to, we need to be doing more of them. Like, I love animated films. It's very true. In every, in every context, in every aspect, like animated films are not purely child films. They are, Mm -hmm. they can be for adults too. Like, it is just, it is just a way to portray a story. And Mm -hmm. they, and they need to be taken seriously. They are a great form of storytelling. And the, I, I don't think that's true. That can't be true. <laughs> okay, well, this is all speculation. I did not mean to get you all riled up. You got me riled up, Alessandra. 
But yes, the fact that there is a you know interracial family, a very prominent gay character in this movie. I mean, that could also be the reason why they didn't want to promote it so much. But I bet you it was a lot of reasons, and you know, it's also not a a um a pre-existing IP. It's a completely new story which they try to do but you know everybody knows that new stories don't make as much money unless they're really you know really nostalgic or promoted yeah like there has to be something about them that gets people to go see them yeah or has has an actor in it or someone tied someone prominently known tied to it that will make people go see it in the films which honestly is sad because i am honestly hating a lot of Disney's rehashed shit, and I would love to see more new stories like this. I don't Mm -hmm. want to see another frickin' Pinocchio remake. Thank you. (laughs) Never. Yeah, this movie was just obviously very well-crafted by Loving Hands, as we know, and my uncle does work for Disney Animation, so... It was very exciting to see his name in the credits again and to see this movie finally. I really did Yay. want to see it in theaters, but it was very busy at the time when I think it came out. Um, so it, it was like yeah. in the summer. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very cute. Like I said before, I wish it was a little bit deeper in some ways, but I thought it was a nice story and, and especially a multi-generational drama in, in, in amidst the adventure journey to the center of the earth kind of vibe that this this movie had yeah and now that i've had i've had some time to think about strange world over our very brief break that we had before talking about this movie yeah i i think this movie was starting to talk about um more deep things but yes they did kind of come in right at the very end and really did really didn't pan out because there was there was this this movie was was very much a father-son movie we have three generations of we have three generations of um uh clades clades we've got yep yeah we've got uh jaeger clade played by dennis quaid (laughs) (laughs) and then searcher clade played by jake gyllenhaal and then ethan clade played by jabuki young white i love Um, that guy he's so funny who was so great i loved ethan so much (laughs) yeah me too i i wanted to be his friend um and so we have these we have these these three these three guys they're uh three generations of clades and they're all trying to learn like they're trying to like it was it was it was very brief but basically all the clade fathers kept trying to like imprint themselves on their on their child and the child mold their course, children into yes, who mold they their wanted children. them to be yes yeah. they're trying to force their child to being what they want them to be <laughs> not gonna bit, happen yeah and it was like a little bit again like i think a little bit too obvious you know like it was very I, obvious yeah <laughs> there's not a lot of subtlety in it and i think that's generally what i kind of had issue with in this movie that even with this screenplay it was like a little bit too on the nose like a little bit too explaining what's going on um multiple times 
And I just don't love it when there's kind of that hand holding in a screenplay. I guess it, I guess I, it depends for me. I kind of have to be, sometimes I appreciate the hand holding if, if I'm, if I'm in a mood while I'm watching something or uh-huh. like if, if the, if the cogs are really turning in my brain, I don't need the hand holding. Then I'm like, okay, I get it. I must. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say briefly how I watch this film. I watch this film probably over the span of a month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a month? Jesus, Emily. Maybe longer. So I was I was in Western New York when I started this film um, because I thought we were going to talk about it like during the Oscars. Like I thought we were going to try and talk about it before the or, or talk about it while we were going over our yeah. Oscar theories. So I started it and then never finished it. I got about like 30 minutes in maybe. Um, and then we figured out that we weren't going to talk about it. So I was like, okay. And then I just didn't get around to finishing it. And then when... <laughs> When I was <laughs> flying home, like my 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 New York journey has ended. I am flying yeah. home. I was feeling antsy on the plane, and and reading wasn't helping. And and I was looking through the films, and I saw Strange World on there, and I was like, cool. Oh, I had cool. like maybe two hours left of my flight. I was like, I'll watch this, and I'll finish this, and then I'll, and then we'll be landing. So I was like, perfect. And so I I put it on. I I went to the part where I had where I'd gotten to and uh, and I finished it <laughs> on the plane heading home. Um, okay. So what was that a really interesting story? Probably not, but <laughs> but now you know it. Now you know it and you're welcome. Um okay. So back to the film. So this this movie was I I don't want to say it was doing a lot, but it kind of was, but it still kind of worked. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. No, like, I totally agree. Yeah. Like no parts no parts felt like unfinished. It felt very mm-hmm. very well-rounded. It was just mm-hmm. doing it was doing a lot, but I liked it. Like I I, I liked yeah. the the weird the little world that they created and then the 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 pando or whatever the 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 Brussels sprout was called. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the magical electric Brussels sprout. Yeah. Um the the so the pando that that searcher finds and and helps helps uh run their little civilization that they have and and then kind of learning about the conflict that pando is is dying and they have to fix it but then kind of uncovering this much bigger this much bigger uh mystery of that they're living on a literal organism <laughs> living yeah which is on great. a living thing like yeah. a like a like a giant eco sea turtle. I don't know. I don't know what this thing is, but it's huge. And they're just a tiny little town that lives on this turtle or whatever. Um, and they were going through his innards. They were going through all of his, all of his, all of his organs and shit. And uh, which yeah. I thought was very creative and very fun. And 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 I guess that's why I kind of liked the handholding because I mean. I, I was just I was just having a good time following along like <laughs> yeah so when I saw that they were on this big animal I was like oh this is this is like Discworld which is a Terry Pratchett story um, mm-hmm. but like a ton of novels that are based off of um, kind of a similar thing where this whole civilization is on the back of a giant turtle 
um, yeah. in space. And I was like, oh, this is great. I love that they put this in. You know, it's really like a sci-fi concept. And you know how I love sci-fi. So yeah, like, <laughs> I really like the sci-fi a lot in this, in yeah. this movie. I kind of wish that they maybe delved a little bit more. I don't know. I, I kind of wanted more. Like they, they, yeah, they were feeding us this world. They were feeding us this civilization. And I wanted more by the end of it, honestly. Like I really liked these characters. I thought they had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really wanted to get to know them more. I really wanted to get to know Ethan and his and his crush. Um, uh, what was his name? Da- Diazzo? Uh, da- yes. Yes, um, so cute. Oh my god, that was just like, and he had friends oh, and everything. So like, 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 I wanted to get to know yeah. his friends. Like, I want, like, I wanted more. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It was like they they created this little world for us. We got to see the, like what their city looked like, and we we didn't really get to spend a lot of time with it. And we kind of went on this adventure instead through all of the like like the innards of this. So that that reveal was really excellent and stuff, but I, you know, the action and things and them doing a lot of like the fighting and trying to get away from the bad parts of the inside, you know, that's all. It's I yeah, just like don't the white blood cells or you know yeah the, you like know, the 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 things like the bacteria, you know, like things that would that you would find in your in your body that fight off mm-hmm. infections and fight off things and and yeah yeah it was really really creative and obviously Disney is going to choose these really creative concepts. And that's definitely where they they excel. And they really want to make their movies as interesting as possible. And I could see that definitely with this one. I felt like the the vibe was really there. And it was really interesting and very rich. Um, and yeah, I wish it was even more, honestly. Um, but yeah, the whole adventure aspect, it was kind of shoehorning itself into that you know, journey to the center of the earth, Indiana Jones kind of vibe where obviously I want things to be more cerebral and sci-fi, but that's not what the, yeah. But other than that, it was, it was fun. It was very cute. I'm going to, I'm going to look at some of the trivia because I'm sure that there's some good ones in here. Definitely a lot of homages as well in this one. Um, originally it was called Searcher Clade. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, and the first Disney animation to have a teenage male gay character as, as the main character, uh, Ethan Clade, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. This one's interesting, but kind of sad. The first Disney animated film to receive a B grade on cinema score for audiences, the lowest of any animated Disney feature, which I mean, oh, I, enjoy really? this movie. I would, I would watch this movie again. Happily. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another comic called Strange Worlds that was like a 1950s science fiction American comic. So I think that's kind of why they did the kind of comic book look at the end. The beginning of mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of Up, you know, how they have the like this, the video, like watching the um certain like there's like a explorer in up in the in yes. the very beginning and yes. that was very very similar to this which i felt like didn't really fit that well with this movie i feel like the comic book thing would have been a lot more interesting and they kind of did it at the end but they didn't start that way like they kind of did like they had some aspects of it 
but it kind of had that like old movie-esque kind of look to it, which again reminded me of Up. But they couldn't, they didn't have that. Like they didn't have cameras and stuff because they didn't have like electricity and things. So that kind of really didn't make sense, you know? Yeah, it would have been cooler if they'd maybe did the opening with the with the comic book strands instead, the comic book uh, frames. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not a lot of good trivia on here. <laughs> oh, what's all sad about it? Like flopping and like getting low grade, like yeah, <laughs> getting low, getting low grades. Oh my god, this spoiler is the world existing on the back of a turtle is an ancient concept, mythological belief that existed in both American and Asian cultures. Also a major theme in sci-fi legendary author Terry Pratchett's Discworld. <laughs> As I Ooh, said. There you go. Uh, you um, said it. You said it first. I sure did. Um, yeah. These trivia's making me sad. I don't want to look at them anymore. Okay, um, there's nothing really that good. Oh, the second movie Dennis Quaid is starting about traveling inside a living organism. The first one is ooh. 1987's Inner Space. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Dennis. Okay. Um, uh, I like the voice acting. It was very cute. It was, it was very adequate. I like the voice adequate. acting a lot. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah. All right, let's take a look at these uh, plot keywords we've got here. Gay child, gay teenager, LGBT, dog, CGI animation. All right. That's movie, folks. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> God, I hate that so much. God. Okay. Why do we read them? They're just so uh, okay, so this movie got a 65 Metascore with 23 positive, 11 mixed, and 1 negative. Highest being a 90 and the lowest being a 38. Wow. All right, let's see. So Movie Nation gave it a 38. Um, The film's stumbling on originality, cliched characters, and intended jokes that land like flops from a constipated greenhouse gassy cow, however, (laughs) earn every ounce of ire I can summon. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow, they did not like that. Wow. They really I'm gonna read did the, not like that. The Slants 50, it says, While Strange World's examination of generational tension is tender and inspiring, as well as it nicely tied to its theme of the necessity of adapting to changing times, the film's sci-fi elements and environmental message are more half-baked in their execution. Sure. sure. I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. Because, again, this movie was kind of trying to touch on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And and even though it, 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 it rounded itself out by the end, it, it still didn't truly get to everything properly. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. didn't give everything its, its proper time. Um, yeah, they were like, oh, we can, you know, live our life without this, this power source that we've now kind of relied upon for 25 years. But they don't really explain how. They don't explain how they're going to be more innovative to fix the problem, to stop killing the Right, because it definitely seemed like they really needed this Brussels sprout. So I know. <laughs> like, we really do need a lot of the stuff that we have in, in today's world, but we yeah. do need better solutions to solve but the you climate know, change But, maybe they crisis. just turned to a 
a culture that just uh, bows down to the sea turtle. I mean, maybe the sea turtle provides. That would be better. (laughs) (laughs) All hail sea turtle. And the the zoom out of like the sea turtle on the on the planet was very cute, but also what? That thing is humongous (laughs) and the planet is so small. Yeah, it was was pretty big. There must be uh, other there must be other people living on the sea turtle. Like I need more. I need what if I, they co- come across other sea turtles? Like the sea turtle people. I feel like Ugh. it was hard because Pixar came out with Lightyear and that was like a really good sci-fi, I thought. And so I think that they were like, "Oh, we're going to make another sci-fi, but now we have to make it a lot more adventurous." And mm. I just feel like they were kind of smashing things together that took them a while to really flesh it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. But there's there's room. There's room for more than one sci-fi. It's like, it's like, it's like they're battling for top sci-fi. It's like, okay, come on. There's room for everyone here. Huddle in. I'm going to read the Boston Globe 75. It says, Clearly Strange World is a movie about saving the environment. It's also about the bond between father and son and how parents must let their kids forge their own paths. Holland Nguyen deliver these messages with the subtlety of a wrecking ball. But the excellent voiceover plus the score by Henry Jackman make the preachiness palatable in the film fun. In the film fun. Okay, well, they, they enjoyed it, too. I think that's that's what you were saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. <laughs> All right, and then we right, got to read, our... read, uh, read the top here. Uh, yeah, got one got one ninety from Screen mm-hmm. Rant. We've got not this long, breathtaking, funny, and heartwarming <laughs> tale is creatively uh, has, uh, what is <laughs> creativity and sincere storytelling at its finest. There we go. Goodness, have a, yeah. just a tiny little sentence to read, and I fumble. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right. Well. They liked it. See, it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was good. People liked it. Definitely check it out. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not the best, but it's definitely not Pinocchio. So I mean, oh well, that's the baseline the, now. The quality of Pinocchio versus this movie, and just the amount of time and effort and money and thought put into this movie compared to Pinocchio is very obvious. Yeah. If anything, show your support for for new and fun and gay stories original by going on Disney Plus and watching this. Stories, yes. If you exactly. want more original gay sci-fi, go on Disney Plus and watch this. Let let love Disney it. see your viewing analytics. Like it, love it, watch it. <laughs> Put it on all day long in a computer that you don't use in the side of your house. Open it up on every browser in your house. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> <laughs> that's our suggestion have viewing parties bring your friends over watch it make your friends watch it <laughs> need need to show disney that this is stuff we want this is i want more gay sci-fi give it to me <laughs> give 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 it to me um all right do we have anything else to say about the bad guys in strange world um we watched a lot of animated movies from 2022 and i just gotta say 
bring it on. We watched so many, and I love to watch them. So it, it makes me very happy that animation seems to be quite alive and well. So Yes, I love it. Love animation. All right. That's it. Anything else? Okay, cool. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and IMDb. Um, if you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search oh all by the popcorn or all by the popcorn podcast. We <laughs> give me a minute. We we've been gone for a little over a week. Um, okay. Uh, if you want to email us, say hello. You can do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have merch. Um, so please check that out. Anything else, Alessandra? Nope. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.